Hey friends, and welcome to another episode of the Soul CEO Podcast. My name is Rachel Vicark, and at Soul CEO, we are passionate about helping network marketers and entrepreneurs build a profitable business without losing their family, their friends, or their soul. And a lot of that has to do with using new school tactics, things like social media, things like list building, things like micro-celebrity branding to attract people to you. But what happens when you're kind of new, you don't have influence, but you want to go build out your products, your services through consumers, or even attracting people into a business venture with you, what are you left with? And in the back in the day, it was cold calling. And in today's day and age, it's cold messaging. And today's episode, episode 41, is all about is cold messaging right for you, the right way and wrong way to do it, and how to really set up expectations and how to really go out there and leverage some of the slight algorithm nuances, especially on Facebook, to get people coming to you. Uh, this uh, coaching call was with me and a leader, and I was helping her also just you know really refine the fact of how to blow up her list so that the conversations that she's having that is relationship building are natural. So I think you're going to get a lot of gold nuggets from this podcast, and if it's something that is valuable to you, I ask that you, you know, post it on social media. Sharing is caring. You're better looking when you share. And if you do tag on like Instagram or Facebook or whatever, um, all my social handles are in the show notes and share it with your team. Cause I think that these little tips can kind of help, uh, set up better expectations when going out there in the big, bad, scary world of talking to strangers. If you're brand new to the podcast, make sure that you follow, subscribe, hit that five-star rating, and leave a written review. Today, I want to highlight one of our followers. It is Liz Goring, and she says, authentically you, five stars. She says, Rachel, I'm a huge fan. Your servant heart and love for people shines through in every podcast. I appreciate you sharing your journey, genuine coaching strategies, and integrity of your leadership. I look forward to each episode, and I'm excited to grow with you. Thank you so much, Liz, for subscribing, and I appreciate you back. Guys, I think we're getting up to like, I don't know, a couple dozen reviews. I think we should start doing some giveaways. So I need some ideas. If you got some ideas, hit me up. Should we give away some cash? We already gave away a pair of... Apple AirPods, which went to Helga Dalla in Australia. I think we need to blow this up. Guys, I love you. Appreciate you. Let's get into today's show on Is Cold Messaging Right For You? Enjoy. With like, and I think I kind of put it in the thing about like where to start, um, which I'm not so much afraid of that. Like I want to start all the conversations now, but I'm still finding that I'm just not very good at like carrying on a conversation. So I have no problem reaching out to somebody and like going on their profile and being like, oh, hey, your dog's so cute. Or like, oh, hey, congratulations on your whatever or something. And then people will be like, thank you. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> you know, like, and I'm like, you know, is that like, I don't feel like I've made enough of a connection to start dropping any business stuff. But at the same time, I'm like, well, I don't really know them, like even from their profile enough to know like what to ask them next. And so that's where I'm kind of getting stuck is not even so much like the fear of reaching out to them, but just like, you know, when they respond and they give me like a one word answer, or, like a thank you or like a, then I'm like, okay, good chat. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. I just don't know where to go from there. And then some of the like, I've, I've attempted the cold messaging stuff and some of them that I've been doing, I don't know if, if it's, I know, I know I'm going to get ghosted, but um, I'm getting ghosted like 90% of the time. So I'm like, I don't know if I'm just not using effective verbiage or if it's just the people that I'm contacting is just the way it is kind of thing. So yeah, maybe just some insight to make sure that what I'm doing is actually effective and right. 
Yeah. And if they will just carry on with it. <laughs> There's something I can tweak, then I'd rather do that and be more effective. First off, um, I am not a huge subscriber or promoter of cold messaging. I think it's a tactic. And I think that I, I would never be the coach that says, don't do it. Because there are some people that see insane results. I am just apprehensive of it because there's such a high rate of failure and quote unquote like rejection. So even like you've got to be like the amount of mental toughness and intestinal like fortitude that you need to get ghosted 90% of the time and then then to wake up every day and still feel like motivated to do the business. Um, it, it's like supernatural <laughs> like, to, to be able to have that sort of perseverance. But Here's, you know, what we taught you with branding, right? Is this a long-term strategy to get people coming to you. Right. But in the short term, you still need to be having conversations. You still need to be like having that like outbound conversations. I don't know if you've heard the podcast where I talk about the three levels of prospecting where like phase one of prospecting is outbound. Like it's you and your warm market, you cold market, you, it doesn't matter. Like you're out there having conversations, telling them about the products of the business. Phase two is you have a little bit inbound, a little bit outbound, right? So your campaigns are working and campaigns are social media stories. They could be advertisements. They could be anything that you're doing to drive people like to your inbox or to your website or to a form or whatever. And then the third phase is you have so many campaigns going, like it's working so well, you couldn't even outbound if you wanted to. And like, that's like the, some of the networkers that are recruiting like 10, 20 people a week, 50 people a week right now. And you see them blowing up with millions of views on TikToks. Like they have built up a social presence of campaigns and social, especially right now because of COVID that they have so many people coming to them. So the goal is that we want to get you to phase two and three. Mm-hmm. and, but like, you need to feed your kid now, like you need to like yeah. put food on the table now. So what do you have to do? So first off, you have to decide what is going to be your approach. And I think that there's two approach in the whole, like prospecting online, attraction marketing thing. The first one is the fact that when you have, um, the baseball bat approach, So like, it's the two by four, like you're just going in for the kill, right? The good news is Jenny with that is that if you go in like very direct right away, like, Hey, are you open to take a look? Hey, I saw this, da, da, da. Hey, we just connected and I'd love to share what I'm doing. You know, this, this, for this reason, this reason, this reason, you should watch this video. Hey, would you be open to having a conversation about a business? Can I share with you my story? I mean, you guys have, you have the most insane product testimonial, right? And so you can just, you can go right for that. And what's going to happen is you're going to save a lot of time. So you're going to learn very quickly. It's like, it's sifting and sorting. Are they open? Are they not? Are they, are they, they want to take a look or are they just like, no, not, not having it whatsoever. But there is some, it's kind of like any baseball bat or two by four it's a little bloody. It's a little messed up. Like yeah. you're like, there's some violence involved, right? You're going to like, you're going to, yeah. you're going to detract, right? You're going to like lose some people in the sense that there are some that are like, it's kind of like asking somebody to marry you on the first date. Like, whoa, 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 pump the brakes here. Like we just ordered our appetizer and like, we're talking about kids already, like calm down. Right. It's like, mm-hmm. man, at least, at least buy me a drink. <laughs> Holy moly. Right. 
So you have to decide, like, does that, and, and, and really more than anything, only you can know if that feels authentic to you, like to go in that approach. I actually don't mind that approach. I did that approach in my first business. I told told you like 10 years ago, right? When I was like here or network marketing failure. And then I went super successful. We created this, uh, DMO called three day press play than a three way. And so every day we, we had a goal in our team and it was culture to get three people a day to watch the video and then get one of them on a three-way call. So that was like, did you do whatever? So the conversation was how many people did I talk to a day enough to get three people a day to press play and then a three-way call. And I remember sometimes like I would be sitting, it'd be like 1145 at night, like almost midnight. And I didn't have my third press play. And I'm like so competitive. And it was, it was my, it was my target. It was my benchmark. It was my non-negotiable. So all of a sudden I'd go on messenger and anybody that had a little green dot that was active, I'd be like, Hey, you open to making money? <laughs> I was like 26 years old. <laughs> hey, like, Hey, do you know anybody that needs to lose weight? Cause it was a weight loss company. Right. And so I was legit like, and I, it was funny cause I'd go to their profile and this is kind of how I measured how aggressive I could be. I go to their profile. I hit message and I realized that we had never talked. I didn't even know who most of these people were. I'm like, how did we even get connected over the last few years in social media? And so I was like, my mindset was I got nothing to lose. Yeah. I have nothing to lose. And because I didn't, here's the fact, I didn't have them already. It's not like they were already there. Like if they said no, nothing changed. They were already, they were not a distributor. They're not a customer. So I had nothing to lose. And the funny thing was it worked. I did sign up people that way, but I had to cycle through a ton of people in order to get some positive responses. Now that was almost to the day 10 years ago. So the effectiveness might be slightly lower now because there's more people marketing through DMs and through, hey girl, hey, hey girl, hey, right? The cold message approach. You have to figure, does that feel right for you? And you might say, yeah, I could stomach that. I'm going to do 10 of those a day. I'm going to do 20 of those a day because I might... I mean, I'm going to cast a ton of nets and I might just get one really good fish in. Um, I think about like when I was fly fishing uh, last summer, Tony and I did a, a mini moon and we went to Park City. Well, yeah. yeah, I never is by far my favorite fishing. Any like ice fishing? No. Sitting on a boat? No. <laughs> fly fishing? I loved it because I was constantly doing action, right? And it was beautiful and the water's flowing through. You got your waders on. But like for three and a half hours, man, I was casting that net. I was casting that net until the finally the guide was like, all right, guys, we're going to do 30 more minutes and we're going to go in. I hadn't caught my first fish. Tony had caught two. And I was like, and it was the next cast. Boom. I got a big like 20 inch Georgia Brown fish. And it was, I cried holding it. I was like, oh my God. it just was so good. It was like an emotional experience. And so you have to decide, like, you're, you got to set up with the expectation that I'm going to, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to face a ton of rejection. I'm going to get a lot of ghosting and you have to split test. So for one week and maybe you do 10 a day. So that'd be 70 reach outs. You test one script, one question. Maybe you do 20 a day, 140. That's, that's, that's a sample size. That's a good size. So it's funny because in every other business, split testing is taught. It's never taught mm-hmm. in network marketing. So in internet marketing, we would split test ads. 
So like I would do, you know, internet marketing ads for my coaching and there'd be a photo of me. And there's times where I did like in a blue dress or blue background. And then the other one was a pink dress or a pink background, same verbiage. I wanted to see what ad was performing better. And I always knew after even $20 of ad spend, I could see that one was converting. The click through rate was 20 times higher. So do seven days. Like this is my script. And then the next seven days tweak it. And then you can compare the notes of 140 versus 140 people. You got a 280 sample size, week one, week two, which one was more effective, which script elicited a better response. Right. Now, that'll be, maybe I'm just doing enough because I think what I did was I went crazy on LinkedIn because I don't know anybody on LinkedIn. So that was where I really like tested uh-huh. the scripts uh-huh. and just like, went to town on everything. Cause I'm like, I don't know any of these people and I don't care. And so I like went crazy, but maybe I just haven't done enough volume to really give it a good test yet. Cause I I've done a few different ones, like some that were just like, Hey, I see you're also in the health and wellness. Would you mind looking, you know, like different verbiage, but like, would you mind looking at my three minute video and giving me your feedback? And yes. then I tried ones that were like, um, just trying to connect with people like, Hey, I see you're in health and wellness and what, um, part of the industry, you know, do you focus in and that like, I, you know, I've tried a few different ones, but maybe I just haven't put the volume out enough to test which one is, is better than, than the others. Cause yeah, it is. You got to have volume. Like I couldn't run those ads and then spend $4, which would maybe have done like four click throughs and get any really decent data. Okay. So that's, that's what I would do. I would challenge yourself and be like, okay, I'm, I have my tracker, right? So you have our team tracker and then track it, you know, write down a little script on the back of the tracker. This is the one I use for the, the week and then test it there. Now I want to give you a strategy on the non-baseball bat approach. <laughs> so the more the relationship building, it's, it's getting moving to more of that phase too. We, there's an old adage, you cannot make people, or you can't, you can lead a horse to water. You can't make them thirsty. Mm. So you lead a horse to water, you can't make them drink. And then there's the, the sub one is you can lead a horse to water, you can't make them thirsty. It's our job, Jen, as marketers to make them thirsty. Mm-hmm. The best, if you look at the best sellers on our team, they do a phenomenal job of making their prospects thirsty, like enticed, curious, like real, like, like I need that hair care, like gimme, 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 right? So one of the ways that you can do this also is, is something small. And I actually learned this from Rob Sperry is he said, we go on the profile. We're taught to go on our newsfeed and comment on people's stuff, right? But money mm-hmm. is in the messenger. So I want you to set a timer, let's say 20, 30 minutes a day, where you go down through your friends and you see their posts. Let's say they're taking, like you would take like Riley to like sports or something, or like, let's say they're taking, um, let's say they're remodeling their bathroom or whatever, or they just, you know, posted a, a victory at their job or they got a promotion or even they posted something inspiring or interesting or like some of the political stuff that you're into, you, instead of commenting on their post, go to messenger and start the conversation. It's very natural. It happens to me all the time. I'll post something and somebody will message me on messenger. Like, Oh my gosh, I just read your post. I totally da 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 da. And they'll give, we'll start a dialogue. Here's what's so cool. Nobody knows the Facebook algorithm because it's based on like a hundred thousand weighted points. But I do know Mm -hmm. this 
that when I am in messenger with people, and even if we've never talked before, let's say you and I are even like, we've been friends for a couple of years. We've never really talked. The moment we start communicating messenger, I start seeing your stuff on my feed. Right. So what this is going to do is we're going to kind of work the feed in our favor that we are going to start a conversation back and forth, right? You know, just, and it might not go anywhere. Like it might not like develop in this whole long dialogue or getting on a phone call, but what it's going to do now, all of a sudden, hopefully, and it does that they start seeing you more. So maybe your conversation started about their bathroom remodel and like you're going back and forth on it and you can say, Hey, listen, I've been thinking about doing something like, where'd you get the tile? How was it affordable? Mm-hmm. Was it easy? Did you do it installed? Did you hire somebody? Were they reliable? Like you just start thinking, whatever, you know, something authentic that's real. You don't have to manufacture anything. And then they're going to start to see your posts, your little posts about the products or about right. the business. And so then if it's the right time for them, or then if it's like a quality post with a great call to action, then we're going to start almost like uh, subconsciously dripping on them. About, mm-hmm. about their pain, about their sleep, about their energy, about their hair, about their skin, about their, their gut health, right? Their microbiome, their immune health. And that might elicit them to now come to you. So that's when we're pulling people in with attraction marketing. Right. And so I, I would say like on your social media, uh, DMO is you, you have to set for you your standards. How many people are you going to friend today? If you're going to do the cold market thing, how, what is your minimum a day testing and split t- testing those scripts and then being prolific in having conversations? I said it before on calls that Tony, uh, my husband, like he makes fun of me so, so much. Um, not making fun, but he'll, he'll, he, he's actually like ridiculously supportive of me working and probably because he works twice as many hours as I do <laughs> easily. <laughs> yeah. And so like, I'm like, I'm up, I'm calling up to his office like, are you done yet? I'm done with Zooms. Get off your computer, right? So it's, it's usually me begging him to stop working, not the other way around. But he'll come down and I'll be on my phone, you know, da-da-da-da, scrolling, messaging, da-da-da. And he says, oh, you're MLMing. Yeah. And it's not that I'm necessarily even talking to you or another leader or whatever, but it, he knows that even 90% of my day, I am in an intense amount of conversations. Right. Nothing to do with the business. Just, and it's, again, they're not always going on long term, but going back and forth, commenting, you know, asking questions. And so I would just focus on that to try to trick the algorithm there and make sure too that you're getting a ton of new people on your, especially if you're going to focus on Facebook. Are you at 5,000 friends yet? Um, no, I'm working my way. So right before I started, I went and did a huge clean Yeah, <laughs> and went down to like 300 people. And I was like, I'm only talking to, I'm only keeping people I know. And then and you I, start a business. You're like, oh, yeah. I'm like, crap. Yeah. So I'm at 1400 right okay. now and I'm constantly adding. Um, I found the last little while, I keep getting those like supposed military guys and like, um, people that just created their profile in like December and then they like try to like hit on you. And I'm like, why am I getting all of these? I want good people if they're going to add. I know. Yeah, I'm kind of building it up anyways. So. so I would have a standard of how many people you add a day to. And, yeah. and, you know, people that are in your ideal prospect, you know, in our, um, 
our perfect potential distributor, perfect potential customer, and also people that are aligned with your beliefs because you're really polarizing like me about what you post. So join those Facebook groups and start adding those types of people. And then that way, the conversation, Jenny, is going to be natural. Right. Because it's not like you're adding a bunch of people. Like, let's say they're on the other side of the political spectrum or they don't have the same values as you or they don't have even children or they're not a single mom or whatever. When you have those people that look like you, think like you, act like you, the values of you, the principles of you, um, the goals of you, the lifestyle like you, dialogue becomes easy. It really yeah. does become easy. So yeah. I, that's where I'd focus on. I'd be like, we're sitting here in March now. You, you got to be at five grand, 5,000 by the end of the year. And here's why. It just gives you more leverage. So when you're doing those posts, instead of 1,400 eyeballs, which is not 1,400 eyeballs that see that, it's more like 8% of those eyeballs see it. So you're talking, looking at more like 100 people really see it. Mm-hmm. Instead of 100 people seeing it, you're going to have like 500 people seeing it. And so we just, we just need to blow it up so that your, your campaigns, your marketing is hitting more eyeballs.